0: And welcome to the M&M Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Mizzy. So today we are doing another one of our like 20-something chats all about being single, <laughs> fun and juicy content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> we wee, wah. Um, <laughs> before then, though, we're going to be doing our, what we've been watching and that, but also because it's just <laughs> come out today, a bit of a roundup of our um, Spotify What's it? Spotify Wrapped? Because yeah. I just love it. First bit self-indulgent, but love it. Um, do you want to do that first? Actually, I feel like yeah. Okay, I'm most excited. So, who we give us a breakdown of like your top people? So, a little bit of context. I
1: <laughs> I shared a Spotify with my brother, so mine is skewed. I just want to say with his his stuff. My top artist is the 1975. <laughs> is it really yeah and i think i was in like for one of their songs on their new album i was in the top like before it hit fifty thousand streams or something else. i got
0: one. one of them and i was yeah. like I th- did it say you're a pioneer and yeah. i
1: was like yes i am yes like, I, I am and i <laughs> uh, number two i feel like such a simp
0: honestly <laughs> taylor swift oh nice though but i love but that third i knew it Claudius would be year was yeah. like you know it's got and to be done th- aren't
1: it yeah number three big thief oh yeah yeah number four kevin abstract i do recall i did re- listen to a lot of him in the, the months of may june july i don't know not since that is. kevin abstract from yeah. it's like a hip-hop kind of artist but he's from brockhampton
0: Oh I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, he's in that. <laughs> I sound like a fifty year old woman. Yes, I have heard of that.
1: <laughs> and then number five is Trippy Red, who I've never listened to and that is all my brothers.
0: But, but does that mean he's listened to it so much at the start that of the year that it would go in to your penetrated bag. Yes. Yeah. Not <laughs> a good enough reason to use the word penetrate. Also <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> My top genre is rap, which doesn't really reflect the top artists or songs really so i don't really understand how that works so shannon because,
0: basically went at it at the start of the year yeah right?
1: yeah but i'm like how do how is how about all my top art is pretty much mine and all my top songs mine but then the genre is his when he barely had that much time of it like i just how do you do it spotify i want to know the algorithm yeah, maybe that's not authentic to you yeah. It definitely isn't authentic to me ever I'll tell you that right now <laughs> anyway what's yours
0: okay so my top artists are number one Harry Styles <laughs> basic bitch um and I was telling Lizzie before I got like when it said that I'm also in one percent of no the highest one percent of Harry Styles listeners which I was like and that is saying something because yeah. I feel like there's some proper like obsessive listeners
1: mm. of harry styles and i do listen and to that is not. you apparently yeah apparently
0: it's me <laughs> i on it, i do love harry styles like i do and every time i listen to his music i'm like it puts me in a good mood that's ma- one of the big reasons why i listen to it but i don't also think i listen to it that much but i'm wrong obviously yeah yeah do you know what i i thought that about a few things i was like i don't recall
1: a significant amount of listening to this. Yeah, well, my top oh. song
0: has only got like fifty streams, so it's not that many. Fifty Oh, st- Oh,
1: fifty stream. I thought you were in total. I was like,
0: no, what? from me. <laughs> I was like,
1: what a song is this? <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, well, um, I think mine was like eighty-seven, but it was was within the space of like three days, mm. and I do remember actually. Um, like, just listening to this song on repeat load. So,
0: yeah. Um, My second top artist, Phoebe Bridges. Oh, very nice. Are are we surprised? I'm personally not. Uh, (laughs) Number three, this isn't rogue, but it seems rogue, is Paolo (laughs) Natini. That is rogue. (laughs) (laughs) Because at the start of the year, I listened to his, like, debut album. I think it's his debut album, the famous one, Sunnyside Up. Mm. religiously it's like all I listen to because (laughs) it made me so so happy and I was just like I watch the sun coming up easy (laughs) like all of the time um your
1: spotify wrapped is like from like 20 years ago (laughs) yeah um
0: it it really calls to question my music taste but I love it anyway do you know actually When we went into the new decade, you know, one of my top artists were from last year, but of the last 10 years, you know how they did it like that? Because we were going into 2020. Mm. Was Glee. (laughs) And I was like, that's so cool. Um, And it wasn't wrong. Um, Number four is Raylan Baxter, who I always listen to start and end of the year. Um, (laughs) Why? Because it just not, it can't not in the middle, but <laughs> proper when it gets to winter, the proper like nostalgic of summer vibes. So it's like a weird thing, but I do love his music. Very, it's very beautiful and furky And then number five, Fleetwood Mac, Ooh, a classic, a classic. Nice. I I feel like that half represents my music taste, but then not at all. Very rogue. Yeah, that's how I always feel about but I'm not i I'm not mad.
1: Hmm.
0: So what are your top songs then? Run us through. Um so number
1: one is called it's Hurry Home with Bea Badoobie, which you always laugh at when I say
0: that. No, it's I actually I was bit listening bit, but... to
1: a bit of be a recently. <laughs> I was accidentally called a beer badoo last night when I say this to Bronte. I mean, um, honestly, it does sound like yeah, you've just gone... <laughs> um, with the no Roman, J-Song. Yeah, that's the song that I listened to, like, 87 times in, like, three days. So, fair enough. Hit you in the feels. Yeah. Um, number two, Bags, Clairo. Uh, Great yeah. song. Uh, number three is Roadkill, 1975, which is the one that was in... The first fifty thousand streams. Ooh. Then Laloon from the normal people playlist. Right. Um don't remember that. very sad song. <laughs> and <laughs> then, you know. And then Me Need Together song, nineteen
0: seventy five. Oh. Nineteen seventy five. Weirdly
1: though, I don't feel like I listened to that one you know when you know? Like I know I listen to a lot of nineteen seventy five, but you know the ones that you listen to a lot and then the ones that come up but aren't those and you're like, well, what? <laughs> this isn't, right? Yeah, some
0: of these like seem right, but then some of them
1: don't. Yeah, my they're like songs.
0: sort of on the right gist, but not quite on <laughs> You've it? got the gist spot <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so my number one was I See You. By oh, Phoebe Bridges. Um, because honestly, I do have a playlist with like, just it's called like, women who make me feel things i think and i'll blast it in my car and like that song's got proper like although it's like i don't know it's just got proper like duh, duh, duh. Yeah. and i'm like do you, <laughs> to explain it, that is it. Uh, <laughs> the number two is merchant sickness um okay. phoebe bridges which i do love i do love a lot a classic then my third one really random because i didn't listen to it but i didn't think i listened to it that much nancy from now on by father john misty oh (laughs) yeah i was like i do like it though and i did listen to it a lot i think it's because this was on a specific playlist that only had about five songs but i listened to that playlist a lot If that makes sense so yeah anyway number four Watermelon Sugar <laughs> styles. I do love it, to be fair. Watermelon Sugar. Huh? And then five, a classic. And I think this one is number five because Spotify always plays it for me as well. Do you ever have those songs that when a playlist ends, Spotify's like, you love this, yeah. I'm going to give you a bit more of this. So it's 17 by Sharon Vanetta Oh, uh, yeah. Very nice. Which will always hold a place in my heart. I was surprised that didn't
1: come up on mine,
0: to yeah. be honest. but Anecdote cute little anecdote when i went to see sharon she stared at me while singing 17 and then i couldn't really deal with it so i kind of just looked away (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) but in hindsight now when i listen to it i'm like i think she knew she knew everything (laughs) through my eyes you're just 17 i wasn't 17 it's like 19 20 but i think she knew i was young she understood understood the things no, all the things. There you go. Just me and Sharon being friends. Actually, do you want to know something cool about that also? Huh, let's have about a you
1: look. and Sharon being friends. Yeah. Uh,
0: so Sharon Vanerton when the um <laughs> Sharon
1: Vanerton.
0: Vanerton. <laughs> when um, the warm up warm up support support was on. <laughs> I, I was looking echo for, now. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the words but ended up just like saying everything twice. Anyway. When the support act was on, she stood in the crowd and listened to it. Um, she? Which was oh. pretty cool. But then I went to the bar um, and this man came up to me and he was quite old and he was like asking me about it, like <laughs> all about her. And he was like, oh, I don't really know who this... Sh- no, but this was the thing I'd noticed. She was stood next to him during the warm-up, yeah. like the support act. And he was like... Oh, what's this Sharon Van Etten like? And I was like, "Do I tell him he was just stood next to her or what?" So I was just like, "Oh yeah, she's really cool. I think you'll like it." <laughs> <laughs> so when she came on, he was probably like, "Hmm, yeah, th- that was the yes, because he was speaking to her as well." That was the oh thing. my god. Uh, so that's, that's just a fun funny. little story from Sharon's
1: <laughs> gig. Do you wanna know what my what's in my top um,
0: podcast? Yeah, go on there. The Eminem podcast. Yeah. Do you know actually? <laughs> number two. You know? actually. yeah, mine's not the highest. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like number five, which is quite bad. But but do you know what was sad? It was like you've listened to like three thousand minutes of the highlight, and today's oh. the last highlight, no, and I'm yeah. pretty sad about that. Sir, so, shall we get on to what we've been watching and that? Ding-a-ling yes. Ding, bing, ding.
1: I'm just. We tried to record this podcast yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's just say this. this. <laughs> yeah, um, but then we had some technical difficulties. So we've kind of said all this to each other already. But this is sort of better in a way because I've now since watched some more of episodes of something that I said about yesterday. So I've got a bit better, better picture. Okay. So, um, four weddings and a funeral, the TV series. Yes. So the one that's obviously loosely, very loosely, based on the classic British Richard Curtis film, but it's got Americans in it. But it's set in Britain, but it's got Americans who live in London kind of thing.
0: Yes, well, it can happen. (laughs) Yes. You were like, Americans
1: living in England? (laughs) I'm just like, why would they not just use... British people think it's London but anyway um what's real nice about it actually is all like the shots of London and stuff like that very very Richard Curtis style like makes you quite nostalgic about places kind of thing like, i don't know living
0: in notting hill as someone yeah who like super their own... rich London. yeah like it's like they will earn a failing bookshop i feel like that's the premise of notting hill the film anyway but yeah. still be able to afford to live in notting hill yeah it's just like love that for. yeah
1: there are you. some things like it's super cringy and the dialogue is terrible but there's something about, like, that friendship group dynamic kind of TV series-based things that I just... I don't know, they get me every time. Like, I don't care if the dialogue's crap. Like, I'm still invested in what they're doing.
0: I think there's something nice, actually, about watching a group of friends who can consistently have enough time to spend to with To spend each together, other. yeah. Because <laughs> that's not how real life works, is it? No. You? Sorry, I'm at work. Can we do this in, say, two months on Monday? Like... <laughs> So you're I all think three together
1: we're suffering like a lot of people in our generation at the moment, we work jobs that are just not rooted uh that they're like weird shifts mm. whereas if you have a, a friendship group of a standard nine to five yeah i'm sure it'd be a lot easier to spend time with each other yeah but now i'm like halfway through that series and i'm quite hooked honestly so i'd give i'd watch it like I like that tagline, the... like, quite hooked. i watch it. it?
0: <laughs> really selling it to me,
1: it? <laughs> Um And then another one I watched was High Fidelity, but I've still only watched one episode of that, the yeah. Zoe Kravitz one. Mm. Um, I do think that'll be good, though. Like, that's higher quality than, yeah. than this one. But,
0: yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of people talk about that, though. Like, yeah, I think it's got quite a cult following, but... I, do, I think it's been cancelled. Yeah, so. I do know that it, they haven't had a second season. But then a lot of things haven't because of COVID. Yeah. But I, I think people were mad because it was, like... Because is it on Amazon? No, it's not. It's on Hulu, isn't it? Yeah. there's, oft, There keeps on being things on that, like, have this really, like... um like a cult following basically but then don't get renewed for a second season and it's proper annoying like The Good Girls Revolt didn't get a second season and people loved it. it and it's just like why do they do this and then churn out crapola mm. I, yeah that's well, the because only people bear.
1: like me do watch crapola well <laughs> I do like a bit or of Wedding crapola the but then they <laughs> but I also like yeah yeah um and then i also watched little women both the film and the tv series i do need to read the book really i think
0: i right i got about two pages in and i was like i can i can't <laughs> Good do <F>. it <laughs> but, no because you know like at the beginning they're going oh amy you're stop it you <laughs> goose. And then like, oh i'm going to make some socks for papa and it's like frickin' hair! like, I can deal with it for a five-minute scene, but I'm not reading that, so I I think I struggled a bit. Maybe I'd enjoy it when I got into it, because then I could get to grips with the characters, but the opening scene, I think, because I hadn't watched the film or anything at that point Mm. of the book, is like the opening scene of the film, and if it carried on that way, I would gag myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think maybe I should have given it more of a chance. I wonder if it's a it classic, would be... isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like writing it off, but people do love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we all know the classics. It's just
0: yeah, they can be they're a bit of stuffy reads a lot yeah. of the time.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm coming across like a
0: very into lowbrow culture <laughs> at the moment. Well, sometimes it's good. It is good, and I yeah. don't think all highbrow culture should be praised as much as it should. If you yeah. like it, sure, but don't put it on a bloody pedestal. Yeah, like it creates it creates unnecessary intellectual intellectual hierarchy. <laughs> a drop mic. except from I couldn't get any of my In words out, so that wasn't very today. Cool. I will? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, so not loads of stuff, but obviously i mentioned this yesterday when we talked and it was all deleted but i watched um the truman show and yeah i because i think everyone pretty much watched it at a point in school because it it like it is great in terms of like introducing ethical issues but as well as that it's just like a really good film like he i was saying this jim carrey is so watchable and draws you in but Yeah, I just I think it reiterated to me again like how much we use people for personal gain, whether that be like um, reality TV, which is not good for the people involved, but it's good for the people behind the cameras churning it out. Amongst other things, it's like there's so many sections of life where people, not everyone, but some people take advantage of other people for their own gain and it's just like not cool and i think that film was a as well as being very fun to watch was just that message encapsulated to the yeah. masses and th- what well, that was made like 10 20 years ago it was an and early it's, warning sign and yeah it's a, con- <laughs> it's a conversation we're still having yeah so yeah but, but so good it's on netflix And I think everyone's watched it at least once, haven't they? But if you haven't watched it, though, don't read into it first. Just watch it and then you'll be like, shock horror. Because it is a bit of one of them, like, the second time you watch it, you go into it knowing the big reveal. Mm. But it isn't really... Well, it is sort of a big reveal, but it's a bit more, like, Hitchcockian in the fact that the audience is aware of it and they aren't which is always a fun little plot yeah. device. Um, what else I love there? it
1: when you when we talk film stuff because it takes you straight back to A-level. <laughs> the buzzwords, Hitchcockian. How did you... Genre. Is what was, was it that she said that?
0: Oh, I had one teacher... I will not name names, who didn't say protagonist, said protagonist. <laughs> Sorry. And, and I was that like, so funny. <laughs> that's not right though, is it? Just to clarify. <laughs> Do you know what I I didn't say yesterday? What I have started recently, some nice, well, you call it lowbrow, but actually it's won a lot of awards. I started watching Schitt's Creek. Oh, I want to see that. Which obviously, like, absolutely won all the awards at the emmys this year didn't it but it's just yeah. finished as well um yeah i've just started on season one I'm, I'm really enjoying it but what i will say is it is i think most american comedies you've got to give them a season yeah to introduce all like the quirks of the character and then it becomes the funniest thing in the world you, you need like context that's an interesting comparison
1: because i feel like a lot of American sitcoms are very character-based, whereas the British ones are very plot-based. Like, I feel like ours are all based around, like, scenario things. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, I guess... Because I think a lot of it probably comes from sketch comedy. Not saying we don't have good characters. We do, but we tend to base it more around the the plot situation rather than build relying on the characters to push
0: Yeah, well, because I was just thinking then, like... Say, Vicar of Dibley. I don't know if you've watched Vicar of Dibley. I haven't, no. Oh, my God. Rewatch it, because they were doing some Christmas ones. So okay. funny, anyway. But they saw... That all the characters in it are big and, like, caricatured and all mm. this. But they just introduce that from day one. They don't build it. They just yeah. go, like, this is the character. Yeah. And then stuff happens. Whereas, I think, in the American ones, they sort of tentatively build up the characters... Mm. and it means the first season tends to be less funny than the later ones but saying that I do laugh out loud a lot it is really (laughs) funny the mum Moira is hilarious and I think because isn't that um Catherine O'Hara it's the mum from Hermelona yeah
1: yeah yeah I just read an article where it was like generation Z of just finding out that this is the mum from home alone or something yeah because
0: when you know you you can see it but if not you just wouldn't think yeah but she goes into it like all guns blazing with a character and it's just hilarious i do Mm. think the characters already are really good but i i assume i can see in later seasons it's going to become like better better yes but that sounds Mm. like i don't like it i really do (laughs) but i I anticipate it getting better i think i've just watched the first season now how many seasons? I think it's like six or seven. Okay. Hour, I yeah. Hefty. But I don't watch shows quickly, and I watched that so maybe this two this time weeks. next year. Oh, okay. <laughs> the first season. So that's quite good for me. Hmm. Mm, yeah. So mm. there you go. <laughs> I love a good sitcom before bed. It's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, a sitcom a day keeps the doctor away. That's what they say,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, of course... We can't go without mentioning the... I I know what you're going to say. Yeah. The Phoebe Bridges (laughs) video that has come out for... What was actually the song called? Uh, Survivor. Saviour Complex. Saviour Complex. Incredible. In every way. Directed by Phoebe Waller-Bridge... Starring, starring Phoebe Bridges and
1: Paul oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was very good <laughs> Sorry I should be refraining
0: from being like Paul <laughs> <laughs> uh, It it was great. Um it's just because it's so bizarre, it's not like maybe there is a deep meaning, but I couldn't find it. I often find in music
1: video things to be honest. I'm always like what? Where's this going?
0: <laughs> what just, does this mean? It's basically poor mescal and a sinister dog that he's trying to sort of escape. And it's very rogue, but yeah. very cool. The dog, one, like, it, cries at the end or something. Yeah. Once it's you weird. know Phoebe Bridges is involved, you understand the sinister dog. You're like, yeah, that makes total <laughs> sense. Oh, just chef's mm. kiss. Yeah, it didn't make any sense, but visually worth watching (laughs) yeah (laughs) not just for paul mescal but paul mescal is a a big (laughs) lovely added gift Um, we were discussing yesterday how like we went kind of off on a tangent about how much we love paul mescal but Mm. i was saying that i i do respect him as an actor but i do struggle to um just see him no I know he's a good actor, but I struggle to not see how attractive he is also. Like, I feel like they come yeah. together and you can't separate them, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but do respect him as much as we visually are in awe of him. Well, that's personally. How do you feel, Mizzou? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't care. Ob- Object. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Object to my affection.
1: <laughs> do you know is just thinking? It
0: would be no. cool if, like, <laughs> well, I'm about to tell you.
1: <laughs> it would be cool if, like, Netflix and stuff did, like, a yearly wrap of, like, what you've watched. and. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't be quite the same because it's not like you could, oh, you spend this many minutes, and I'm like, well, yes, that's just a complete series. Yeah, or whatever. But I suppose like, music's a bit different. But the but kinds of, the genres of films that you
0: watched? Are yeah, like, maybe, like, how quickly you watch something. Like yeah, you that'd be sped interesting. sped through this um. Yeah, because I feel like, in a way, it's like almost like getting your palm read or something or doing your horoscopes. <laughs> like, finding out your spot Spotify. Habits. Yeah, it's like seeing an internalness to you that you didn't realise. Mm. Like, I realise I listen to a lot of happy tunes and I'm like, that's cute, Emma.
1: I think recently, this year, which maybe is a bit surprising for me. I've swung a
0: lot more into the pop realm than I ever have before. Yeah, I'm. I think I went at a point. Where I was like, oh, I can't listen to anything in the charts because I'm such an indie bitch. Um, <laughs> which arguably I never have been, but <laughs> <laughs> but now I think I'm like I'm 21. I'm a grown up now. Um, which can again, to
1: them, what the hell I want
0: arguably I'm not but yeah I'm like if I like pop I bloody like pop so is Dua Lipa gonna be listened to yes am I gonna listen to Ariana Grande Hell to the Yacht I think we're wrapped up on this section wrapped up like a oh right Spotify wrapped (laughs) the dance jokes coming out (laughs) I do some terrible like transitions honestly but yeah but that's I like that I do too I respect it yeah Right, so we're going to get on to the actual topic. Wah, wah, wah. Um, wah, wah, wee, woo. <laughs> some weird noises today as well. High energy, high energy. Um, oh my God, why do I keep on repeating what I'm <laughs> saying? It's like giving yourself an echo. It's so funny. It's like um, um, in um, Shag, Married annoyed. Yeah, um, I think I'm getting a lot of my jingle inspiration from that
1: yeah
0: and Chris and rosie yeah idols i I'd... recommended
1: this like three months ago to me and if anyone knows me well you know that i don't ever i don't take people's recommendations on board for a good at least, at least three months so i've <laughs> only just listened to it and i did love it you were
0: right yeah. I, it's, it's hard incredible. not to love mm. but... actually <laughs> do you know we're gonna talk about being single now but i will (laughs) say before that when i do get married one day if and when i want it to be like chris and roses yeah like absolute banter like if you can't have a laugh what's the point i love it when you hear people laughing that
1: proper like that kind of laugh where they're like wheezing and it sort of like goes quiet in and out of like yeah I love that they
0: both laugh at each other, though, because... Yeah, it's not one-sided. Enough talking about a married couple. We're going to be talking about being single. Um, Because we are both single. Uh, (laughs) 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 Reason being. Jerome, (laughs) please. Wait for it. (laughs) But I think we both thought it'd be a nice topic to sort of talk about because I think this probably is the time in your 20s where there is a little bit of pressure to not be single or it's kind of the time in your life where dating relationships whatever is at its peak um time where you're going to be swapping and changing probably most (laughs) etc and yeah it's the it's the exciting time i guess so mizzy how do you feel about being single that is my (laughs) question to you well, I feel like we're going to talk about the different
1: the different realms of being. Yeah. Single, I suppose. We I'd say that we're in different we're in different realms of that. Yeah. <laughs> um I I I like being single because I'm quite a solitary person. Mm. And I can't find it hard to like have to and This sounds really selfish but I have to think about somebody else in terms of things I want to do in my life so I, w- I, d- I wouldn't want to be in a relationship at this point in a way because I'm like there's a lot of things that happen mm. where you have to make a lot of decisions that I don't want to have to think about somebody else I think that.
0: in turn that's not selfish though because if you were in a relationship and you felt no. that way then you that's when it would become selfish do you know what I mean? Yeah. You deciding not to... Or not being in a relationship at that point makes it so it doesn't matter mm. whether you're choosing things for yourself or not. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but I'm not like... Sometimes I'm like, yeah, God, wish I was in a relationship. But it's not one of those things where you, you're like... I've never been the kind of person that would just go into a relationship just because it's there and I didn't want to be with somebody. Like, I've... My, I'd much rather be on my
0: own you know yeah Than it not be right yes how are you <laughs> so i am um i would say happily single <laughs> like happily married happily single um i think at the moment i'm just i think this is curved related also with us just not being around people as much just very happy to not be dating very happy to not be looking for anything very happy to be alone. And I sort of talked about this a bit when we had this conversation yesterday. Yeah. That, that I'm... I'm One of the reasons I'm so pleased to be on my own is because I think at this age and with everything going on, I'm really pleased that it's not... And this isn't always bad because it, in a relationship, teamwork's part of it. But I'm very happy to be making all the decisions for me because of me growing on my own and creating a a very solid version of myself that I don't think I've ever had before, mm. um so yeah, happily single, but I do think that's come because of different things, and I definitely wasn't that before, yeah, um well, I
1: feel right, like, maybe we should give we should both give a bit of context to our history or. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Of, yeah so do you want to go first or shall I go first yeah I can go um so <laughs> I would say as soon as like puberty sort of hit I was like kind of boy crazy um <laughs> but boys weren't as crazy about me um but I say that I was never looking for anything but I definitely was in that whole idea that someone is just gonna literally ask me on a date and I'll have a boyfriend it'll be magical and all this And it wasn't, I didn't look for it, it didn't happen, but I was very boy crazy. Um, And then I sort of got into a relationship at 19 up until I was 20, um, which is a very like, feels like a long time at that age. Um, And then back end of last year, came out of that relationship and I've been single since then. And I think there's definitely been a shift in sort of this, ...type of single I've been. Like, I think... I was thinking about this, actually, before. I think I came out of the relationship... ...and all sorts were going on, obviously. But one thing I definitely sort of missed... ...and this is... ...sounds awful to say aloud. It's, like, I was kind of, like, sad that I wasn't... It, it didn't matter who with at this point. Not in a relationship. Because I felt like other people thought... ...I was more, like, better. Because I was in a relationship. And two in a relationship with someone who was that bit older, like, those, like, outward things made me sort of feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. So coming out of that relationship, I was sort of, like... A lot of stuff was going on, but I was also kind of wanting another relationship, I think. I was like, well, if I can get into another relationship, that means people want me. Like, I'm not just, like, this singleton, whatever. Um, And then I think, probably because of COVID... I just sort of had to spend time on my own and I really fell into a rhythm of liking being on my own and not missing attention or anything of the above from other people. And, yeah, I've had drips and drabs of, like, talking to people and stuff. But I think, yeah, it's been a year of realising that's fun and games, but I'm actually, like, right now, I'm really happy not to talk to anyone at all. But, <laughs> ever you know until like maybe we come out of lockdown and stuff and we actually go out meeting people yeah i'm i'm very happy to not have any outward like romantic connection i'm mm. happy for me to be me on my own and i think that's my little journey that was quite in depth <laughs> um
1: it's been a real curse
0: to people <laughs> uh, <laughs> you adult novel incoming yeah <laughs>
1: um okay right well mine mine so we have different kind of trajectories because mm. so I've never been in a relationship before mm. and I feel like that's probably something that well one I've probably always been kind of embarrassed about in a way and then when I think about it I'm like that's not like I shouldn't be embarrassed about that because
0: <laughs> yeah I think it's not that's a big lesson to sort of you have to find that sort of this is going to get quite airy-fairy I think but you've got to find it within yourself to be like be like actually other people like being embarrassed about not being in a relationship is other people projecting that onto me not from me yeah
1: which I think so if we go back to being a teenager Mm -hmm. right I don't think I was very I wasn't boy crazy (laughs) like you (laughs) and I think particularly when I was a teenager I found a lot of things that everybody else is like interested in or doing like I just wasn't at all on the same page and I found that really like that made me feel kind of like crap about myself mm. because I was like I didn't want I wasn't in the same mindset as people and now looking back I'm like pretty happy that that's yeah. how I was and I'm like I mean, we've discussed this before. Like, when we both were getting right into the, <laughs> into the big stuff
0: now. <laughs> when, we, when we lost our, you know. <laughs> I, do you know what? I'm just going to say this. I don't like that term. I want to say when we... When we first... When we what? had sex for the first time. Okay, like Not <laughs> lost anything. I, just, yeah, I th- right, It makes okay. me cringe yeah, internally.
1: Yeah,
0: we were both... I was nineteen. Yeah, I was nineteen. Oh,
1: oh my god. My god. <laughs> um, and I think at the time we both probably felt
0: like that was quite a I, late. Honestly, I time. had a massive stress about that. I was like, I don't. I was like, if I get to twenty and it's happened, <laughs> I don't know.
1: I was like, who will ever happen?
0: Yeah. I I was actually really worried about it, and then I was like,
1: yeah, and When it happened, like, I
0: was like, yeah. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like. I remember us both discussing that if if it, that had happened earlier, especially if that had happened when we were teenagers, when it seemed to be happening for everybody else, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what it felt like. <laughs> um, I, I'm so glad it didn't because even though I probably thought I was definitely wasn't emotionally mature
0: enough. Yeah, at the yeah. Time. I, I say I was for it. boy crazy, but like I w- I wasn't doing any of the stuff. No. To I wasn't actually in your head (laughs) it was it was very internal that yeah
1: and I think that's like an important thing to say is that I feel like people especially now I really feel like everybody is so focused on having a relationship or having something seeing somebody blah 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 as like the main focal point of their life that they do forget what you were just saying, that there's a big important thing in that you need to
0: be in a relationship with yourself yeah. <laughs> first. Oh, you honestly, know? it sounds like,
1: it's like so cliché, but...
0: but, but like, no. Nope. This year I've been in a relationship with myself and it's been proper fit. <laughs> 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 I think that's important, though, with the emotional maturity thing, that even, like, as much as doing stuff with people, which is an important part of it but like the emotional side of even like like actually being in a relationship with someone it's see yeah i was like thinking about me at 19 i was just so like and i'm obviously i'm not grown up now but like it taught me a lot of things but also there were so many parts of myself that were just not i wasn't sure of myself in like any sort of way so going into a relationship like that you're so malleable And that's, like, a worry as well. That I think, like, now, if I was to go into a relationship, it would be very different. Yeah. Um, But that's all part of learning as well. But it's just, like, it's... I don't know, it's scary to think if that relationship had gone on for longer, how much it maybe would put me behind, like, in actually myself. Um... Which isn't shitting on the relationship, but I just think it was so important that it <coughs> run its course for that long and no yeah. longer because I would not... You needed... That was, like, one of your life lessons. You yeah, it was a kick a up the and... backside that I yeah. needed. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but what I was saying about... I feel like it's quite an important thing to address the fact that... So I'm 21. I'm mm. b- about to turn 22 mm. this month. Um, oh, yeah, and, you are. yeah. <laughs> and you're about to turn next month bloody hell i
0: know i'm going to be in lockdown i wanted to go somewhere with a yeah. jacuzzi anyway that's a whole thing.
1: <laughs> you have to bring a jacuzzi to benton yeah well also. <laughs> <laughs> um now i think it's quite an important thing to say that do you know what not everybody has been in a relationship before that age. And you sort of look at it and you're like, oh, everybody's in a relationship like when they're like fourteen years old now, or younger yeah, even. And they're not I don't when people count those, proper. I'm like, that's not real anyway. But like
0: I think It is, but it's different. It's not part of the reason an adult that, relationship.
1: Yeah, but part of the reason why like, say for example, you probably felt a lot of pressure like that before you were you're like if if this didn't happen before I'm twenty, then that's it it's because of that yeah it's because of that whole thing about well if you don't have something before then then you must be you're like god i must be the most unattractive person ever and nobody will ever love me yeah (laughs) which is not something i think (laughs) (laughs) um but it's not true like i just i think the way that we go about things now is
0: is quite unhealthy there's too many like undecided like unwritten rules of like ages things should happen by when everyone is on their own trajectory yeah on their own freaking journey and and that's important
1: it's very hard to like separate yourself from what other people are doing Mm, like when you see like what your close friends and stuff are doing as well you're just like oh well why is that not happening to me or whatever but it is like you've got to have a bit more sort of i don't know like sort you, of overthought about it that it's not
0: yeah it's got to be your own decision at some point and that's a hard thing to come to because so much yeah. of what we think is sort of from what we've learned and not all of that is it's not truth it's opinion a lot of time ideology as much as a lot of it is agreeable at the same time isn't truth it's just opinion and you should write an. That sounded like an article. That was pretty profound, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah like as much as see my my parents are not being mean, but like my mum often mentions, like, oh, you might have like someone by next year. You might. She actually yeah. phrases it, you might be sorted by next year, and I'm like, oh. And it's it's not out of meanness, but I'm like, I I I said to him like, I, I'm not bothered. I'm like, maybe it will, maybe it
1: won't. Like. Pff. Different generations, too, like your parents have been together since they were teenagers, so yeah, my like... mom was
0: married by my age, yeah, which is something I think
1: we can't really fathom now,
0: yeah, like that is
1: not what we'd want at all, but the dreaded question, like whenever so me and my um housemate always discuss this that whenever we go home, you get the thing of like, oh, of not necessarily your parents. But, like, people, like, family, friends, or, like, those kind of people are always being like, oh, have you got a boyfriend? Or whatever, and you just like, no, <laughs> shut up. Ask me about my degree instead yeah. or something. Like, not, and it, it's really annoying because it's stuff like that that makes you think, oh, well, why haven't I got this? Because yeah. somebody ke- keeps asking you about it, and you're like, well, well, stop making me think about it because now it's like, feels like something's lacking and it wasn't until you brought that up until somebody said it to you that wasn't something i've thought about and now i'm only thinking about it because you've made me think (laughs) that i'm missing out on something this sounds like like a
0: spiral yeah (laughs) but it's hard as well because i i don't want to like discount like romantic love as well like i am i am someone I was thinking the other day, like, I just bought a new book and it's called Modern Love, stories of, like, Mm. love. Um, (laughs) And the thing is, I, like, all the books I read are, like, about love, relationships, stuff like that mostly because I find it so interesting. But at the same time, Mm. I'm not gagging for it. (laughs) (laughs) For want of a better word.
1: I think often when you read a lot of stuff like that is you get more of an idea about what you want from it. And it's, like, you don't just want it, want that. You want it, like... Not, not, like, narrowing yourself down. I mean, like, you get more of an
0: idea of what you like... A standard, basically. Yeah. Well, we were you talking about this yesterday, <laughs> weren't we? How I had come to the realisation that... Um, actually, <laughs> this sounds so bizarre that I have a choice in relationships. Because I think what I was saying is, like, when especially like teenage years I didn't have boys knocking at my door 24 7 um <laughs> so I think when people did start being interested I assume like that I had to take part in that then because they'd chosen me and then I was like actually <laughs> I too have a choice and if I'm yeah. not like into it that's fine I think there's definitely been times where I've sort of gone along with stuff for maybe too long when actually I, was, I wasn't that into it,
1: mm.
0: and I think that's definitely a a big I don't know like realization that you have quite a big choice and you can be picky about these things. Yeah. Or I don't like the want for a relationship shouldn't override how the quality of it. Yeah. I don't think personally.
1: It it's hard trying to find the balance that I think between that stuff because I I think like you can go too far in what you're you're saying and be like you don't you sort of just swept along with it and you're not actually that bothered but you don't do anything about it or you, I, me and my housemate were talking about this the other day as well. That how we can get we just immediately shut things off because we're like, oh no, would not be interested in that. Mm. But we don't like from the opposite point of view, never give things a chance because you're just like, well, that's not that's not what I imagined that to be. So
0: yeah, I I do think you definitely have to give things a chance, but just because things are there right in front of you doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I there is definitely a fine line there. But I think there's a lot of people, maybe more in the past as well, I think we're becoming more, like, picky, try before you buy, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. Um, but, like, people end up in unhappy relationships. Take Di and Charles, for example. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just because you think, like, that's going to be great, but you actually don't know enough about it, you shouldn't have to go full in at first, like... You mm. can take things slow find out about a person before you like are in a relationship or whatever. Like something could blossom into a relationship, but it could also turn into like an amicable friendship. And that's <laughs> cool too. <laughs> Cause not everything like love and relationships are different or for everyone, but at the end of the day I think you're searching for something that bit special, that sort of connection and mm if that person is there they're being nice to you but you don't feel that it's okay to not want it to be romantic what are some of the things you most enjoy about
1: being single as a happily singleton happily singleton
0: what i've enjoyed most and this is super like hippie vibes is spending time like at with myself but in a more like I don't know, like, concentrated way, like, actually thinking about what I want, like, things about myself that are good, things that I want to change about myself, like, actual self-sort of improvement. I don't know, that sounds real airy-fairy, but, like, trying... I sort of... I think, actually, I do treat myself sort of like a relationship. I'm like... <laughs> um, like, how- what can I do to make my relationship with myself better? Like, how can I speak to myself that's nicer, whatever, like, and all this sort of stuff? Which, I just- you don't get chance to do that always in a relationship. Because often you just get swept up in it, and the things that you maybe are quintessentially- not wrong with you, but the things that are making you maybe unhappy, you let yeah. the other person fill in the gaps- which isn't wrong. I want to like reiterate that, but if that all comes crashing down, it does leave some gaping holes. So I you think become vulnerable. I yeah, well, it's given me the chance to sort of dive into myself, for want of a better word, because that's. <laughs> but I mean a bit of that too, um, <laughs> and you know, like actually get to grips with the things that have been making me unhappy and stuff. Because obviously, say in terms of the breakup, coming out of it, there's actual things that have just happened that make you sad. Like the loss of that person, the loss of all of that. But then there's other levels of like sadness that aren't to do with that. And that's what I had to sort of... Because the breakup sadness goes like all things it passes but then the actual things left that's you I think this is getting quite deep diving into my personal psyche but I think the thing is like before I was in my relationship I was maybe not in a great place there was all sorts of stuff going on and so I let it fill in the gaps and then coming out of that I was just like there were so many things I needed to address which I hadn't done for the past like year and a half and I think that's been my favorite thing. Is being able to sort of ref- be very selfish, reflect on things that you don't always have time to reflect on, and do things just for yourself, has yeah. been the peak. I would say. Yeah. I feel like I've gone off on one. And that's that
1: stuff. That's what kind of worries me about. I feel like everybody's first relationship kind of triggers a bit of that whether they acknowledge it or not like Mm. that sort of self-reflection thing where you suddenly like oh i need to understand who i am without this person or without any person more i'm a bit worried if that i'm like trying to like get ahead of the game and work on that stuff beforehand but like can you i think everybody has to go through that That. yeah
0: i think (laughs) it was a good like um It reminded me of that or made it evident that there was (laughs) things that I needed to sort of address personally. However, I do think that is something you can do before and after a relationship. Mm. Because it's just the choice to say that I'm first, this is my life now, where are the things that are making me not happy, etc.? What are the things that, because like one of the biggest things for me was like talking to myself in a really bad way, like yeah. internally. Um, so, I, and it's not easy, but like, and some of this maybe is more than something you can sort out yourself, really. Yeah. Um, but like, I suppose it's all, I guess, what I've really enjoyed is having time to. See and then reflect and change what's there, and I think if you have chance to do that, it's really helpful. But people, yeah. it's not just relationships that stop you doing that. It's been busy at work. It's been busy with friends. Yeah. So it's not necessarily being single as such, but I think it does definitely bring to light. I think a breakup especially brings to light the things that you like relied on someone else for self improvement, and it's it, in turn it's made like me. I'm going to say it, 2020 has been the best year of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's a that's a crazy statement. And I think it's mostly because I've just had time to reflect. Mm. Um, And you've got to, that's part of the thing, you've actually got to sit in it, which can be quite uncomfortable. I wonder
1: if this hadn't all happened, like COVID and everything, how...
0: Yeah, well, I wonder that, that have too. gone
1: for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> because Lord knows on a night out. This I I say I like being single, but on a night out, I do crave a bit of attention. Um, Lord knows, doesn't it.
1: everyone?
0: And I think I always want there to be like some sort of like romantic end to the night, however yeah. that pans out. Um, but I, th- I think yeah, the COVID definitely gave meant I couldn't, and so I couldn't. Like You had to learn to love yourself. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> fall into someone else. No. Which I don't think would have been healthy either. I think this time off has been, like, pivotal. But I do, mm. by the same stretch, I do... As much as it's been good, there's... Like, as much as the ending of that relationship was good for me, seeing the things that I needed to work on, there's also been negative effects from that. Like, um, I'm definitely more cautious maybe too cautious or probably slightly insecure because I'm not 100% unsure 100% sure how and why that relationship ended and so that causes like things you can't always fix because you you don't have answers to it you can only sort of work so far into that yeah um, so yeah it's, it's a big thing it's a love will do your day but it'll also do you good for want of better words <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i feel like we've had a, a good chat around that maybe there is more to dive into with relationships in terms of like actual dating and stuff like that but yeah um because you know that we what we sort of touched on before there are different like levels of being single isn't there like at the moment mm-hmm. we're single and like i'm just not dating and kind of more recently cut off the idea of if anyone talks to me just shutting it down for now. <laughs> <laughs> what level are you yeah. at?
1: Well, I feel like I've always been pretty much at the same level of just like I'm not I've never Like that thing where I maybe convince myself I'm not looking for something, but then probably underneath am but mm. I'm like I try not to I don't it's not something that really occupies my mind that much until certain moments where i'm like oh my god (laughs) do you know what i mean i'm probably Mm. in an unhealthy stage of being single and i always have been because i feel like where my i don't know no that's not true i've i've always liked it and i've it's been good in the sense that i've always felt like it's given me a better sense of who i am as a Mm. person which maybe I I don't know had a bit more than you before with from what you were saying. But then I don't know, recently less so. Um but then I don't I w I can't speak. It's the kind of stuff where it's like it is like external pressures. Like if it was just down to what I thought I wouldn't be bothered, but it is down to like what where you feel like you should be in your life Mm. and from what other people think from your friends to your parents to blah 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 and it's hard it's hard to like juggle those things and and try and just focus on what you want yeah yeah because they do have a big effect but one thing i will say is that's something that's we talk about a lot that i think is quite underrated is you know friendships yeah the love of that is like I feel like I've been very lucky with with where I've probably not been so lucky with romantic love. I've been very lucky with friendship love, and I probably couldn't be luckier. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> <History>. <laughs> no, but um, also like you guys helped me so much as well, like coming out of the relationship. Yeah. Um, but then I think. As, there's also that thing that when you're in a relationship, do you, <laughs> how much time do you spend with your actual friends? I think <laughs> I wasn't very good, and it's a really good thing to keep up in a relationship or not in a relationship because yeah. I think they they bring out friendship seems to bring out like usually the best side of you, and I think friendship like as much as you can have your own personal self-development i think friendship helps build who you are yeah and sure. you have like these amazing conversations and this and it's all i just it's such a friendship's the best it's so healthy mm. it's so good yeah. it's it's the one yeah
1: and it doesn't really break up very much no. <laughs> like occasionally but not it's usually there it's yeah there, i hope. <laughs>
0: And I Um, I think people worry, like, oh, I can't do... Like, it's, like, there's sort of that logistical side of being in a relationship. Like, I can't do things without a partner. Like, who am I going to go to this concert with, etc. But that's why friendship is so important. And also learning to do things on your own. Like, you can go to... It's like concert on your own. Yeah. It's... It definitely is, like, people... People worry that other people think if they go somewhere alone that someone's thinking, "Oh my God, that person's alone." But it's mm-hmm. not at all. And if they are, again, that's their own problem. It's as much as yeah. there are society's ideas. I think people over anticipate how much other people actually care about them. <laughs> that yeah, sense. like people aren't bothered about what you're doing as much as you maybe think yeah although there might be overarching ideas that people have the likelihood of someone voicing that to you unless it is like your parents and stuff and it usually is with the best intention even if it is a bit like pushy (laughs) usually people don't tell you like oh like they might think people should be married by 25 but they're not going to be like your boss ain't going to be like why aren't you married (laughs) yeah like
1: so imagine dance
0: to the beat of your own drum. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, imagine getting called into your manager's office, yeah. and he's just like, "Right, why are you not married?" <laughs>
0: big, big question. question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I do think that it is like a conversation that people use as like an in because it is like a
1: yeah, it's interesting, and you want to know. Like it is a it is a big part of your life, mm. obviously, but. I suppose, I think it's important to reiterate that you can find, you have, you can find love in a lot of ways and it doesn't, it's not just like that. And that probably is something that you should take a bit more care with trying to find the right kind.
0: I think it's okay. And this is like not shitting on people who want to be in a relationship, but it's okay not to want to be someone who goes, Oh no, I don't have a boyfriend at the moment. Like, uh, you know, like sort of make it like oh, it's going to happen at some point. Just say I'm single. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, pretty cool about that. Like it's a, it's a hard thing to get used to saying because it's not sort of in the conversational Yeah, thing. do you
1: know I'll tell you something at work. Um was talking to one of the another member of staff and he was telling me about just out of the blue just started talking about his girlfriend and then he he started asking me about like oh have you got a boyfriend blah blah blah. what's going and and in those situations I always get really like oh god stop asking me this because I'm like I don't want this person that I don't even really know that well to know like I feel like it gets written all over your face like how you feel about Mm. those things and initially the first thing that comes to my head is you need to lie. You need to make something up, like you make up some kind of romantic history. But I'm like, oh, like, and I remember thinking in the process of him asking me this, as like, I'm stacking some shelves, like mm-hmm. trying to avoid. Uh, thank God for masks, honestly, at the moment. You're like it a, really does hide your face. Yeah,
0: I'm seeing this uh, older man. He's called Mister Hines. Like, <laughs> bringing up... <out>, you know how <laughs> they do in films. Like, <laughs> <this>.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I'd said that. I would have been so. Funny. <laughs> Um, fifty-seven years old. <laughs> yeah, I call him Mr. Hines. His first name is Baked Bean. <laughs> uh, um, no, but I just remember thinking, like, I just like trying to get away from the conversation so badly, and then I was like, God, that makes you look worse because you're just like, why are you being so weird and mysterious about it? And now I'm like, you shouldn't feel embarrassed. Like that's something that I'm gonna have to. That have probably been trying to get over for a long time but it's quite it's hard so to anyone who's listening who feels like that too it's hard when yeah. people start talking about that stuff and also like are we i wanted to talk a bit about like the workplace dynamic when it comes to <laughs> um romantic Ooh, because it's when you work in a place where there's like like a big team of people and you see a lot of different people mm. I suppose it's always that thing if you particularly get along with certain people at work mm. and less so others not because you know you don't like them it just might be you work with them more or whatever you build mm. up certain relationships with certain people other people start to notice that sometimes when it's more obvious that you get along with one person than another mm. And they—they always. People at workplaces are desperate. They're desperate to find some kind of like juicy. Yeah, people love
0: workplace drama. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not exempt. You know, (laughs) I'm I'm interested in the gossip, but but not when it's about me. The uh, baked beans on the wrong shelf. Tell me more.
1: (laughs) That actually is quite a serious issue in my (laughs) (laughs) job. Sorry for bringing it up. Um. Yeah, my manager, oh, I'm this is very uncomfortable, but basically he said, there's one member of staff who, we do this thing called facing up at work, which is where you pull forward all the products. I work in a supermarket, by the mm. way, guys. And at the end of the day, so that when you walk in, in the morning, that everything's at the front, so it's easy to grab, mm. you know. Very annoying, I hate doing it. Anyway, it was doing that, and there was the guy who was working on the till um, was well he's supposed to be on the till but he kept coming to face up and he wasn't really watching the till but he kept coming to face up to talk to me and my manager noticed and then when he told him to go back to the till he just my manager like lingered behind me for a minute and i was like you okay and he was like "Hmm, i think you've got an admirer there missy and i was like i first of all i knew this person he has a girlfriend and i was like absolutely not and i was just like you know, when I was, I tried to do that thing where you just go, oh, God, no, immediately. And then they go, oh, I think you're interested. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, how do you explain when people are just desperate to make something? And I'm like, first of all, it's my manager. So more uncomfortable. He's a massive gossip. So I feel like I go back to work and after being off a couple of days and everybody will be like, so, so and so and so and so. And you're just like, why? why has this happened and there's no yeah. way you can shut it down without it making it sound like there
0: is something yeah very uncomfortable i feel i have no answers for that <coughs> it is well, just... I just ignore it but yeah I, I just think it's sort of like entwined in our societal rhetoric that relationships are a hot topic yeah and you know it is interesting but it's, it's not everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I was thinking as well, like you know saying about like and when people are, like asking you about whether you're in a relationship and stuff. I think although we're talking about relationships now, it it sort of extends to a lot of things where you're maybe not going about things the way that other people are. It it yeah. is hard to sort of like you have to teach yourself and sort of almost fake it till you make it about answering people in a way that actually is true to what you're doing and what you believe in because it is hard to be different sometimes or go against what other people think like I remember someone asked me like someone who I don't really know that well was like what do you see yourself doing in five years and I and I, I was so impressed with myself I was like do you know I don't know really I'm doing my degree but I'm just gonna go with the flow I'm not like set on anything and I was like <laughs> that is true of me and I actually said it because usually I'm like, "Um well, you know I'm like uh trying like uh duh, and it, it <laughs> ends badly,
1: yeah,
0: and it's like I don't know it's it's it feels so hard to go against the norm sometimes, but then you end up lying to yourself, yeah, which, and then' does... putting some kind of weird pressure on yourself like
1: now that you've told people that this is what yeah. what you're supposed to be doing or what you think your plan is for yourself and then you're like well i've got to do that now yeah it just oh makes
0: life confusing when you're let's be real being in your early 20s is pretty confusing anyway like <laughs> life seems to spring on you pretty quickly like lord knows there's way more bills than i anticipated there would be <laughs> so you'd like well not lying to other people but bending the truth trying to fit with other people just makes it so much harder so like and it, it's straight the the truth. Truth. because when when you <laughs> i've always found
1: that are more drawn towards people that are so unapologetically themselves. Yes. And like, when yeah. people are, when I can tell that somebody's just sort of like catering the way they are to a certain pe- person, mm. it gives me this sort of like, I'm like, ugh. I do. And that, I don't I, like uh, it. And then I'm like, <laughs> you do that, Maisie. Yeah. All the time. And you think, you think because in your own head you're obviously yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I am myself all the time then, but you, know, I'm not. Yeah. And, that was something that I need to work on more because when I do see it... I've actually... A little shout-out to my brother here. He... Shannon. He said um, recently... Uh, everyone loves Shannon, yeah. first of all. This is maybe a little... Maybe we'll get into some psychotherapy <laughs> here with us being twins because not everyone loves me, but everybody loves Shannon. Everyone and loves I you, Missy. I mean... Okay, thank you. Needed <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo! But I mean, like, Shannon has always been very... He seems to have found it easier to be more publicly himself. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is he's got, like... He, I don't know, he has a very distinct style or whatever that's mm-hmm. probably not so conventional for a boy, which is pro- in, in a sense is quite b- brave of him to do because of how people might judge him but... yeah, react in the end yeah but then really it's not at all like that it should just be the normal thing to just you know be who you are mm. but um i've noticed that the way he speaks to people it doesn't matter how old they are if they're a boy or a girl or whatever he speaks to everybody in the exact same way and they always really they're always really drawn to him and really love him for it that's incredible. And, like he was, I know he was speaking to this when we were in Brighton. The, he was wanting to buy a ring from a uh, this old woman at a market stall. Mm. He was there for a good hour, just chatting to her, and I well, overheard what he was saying. And the way he spoke was like he was speaking to one of his lad mates, like like mm. pro, kind of just very. I mean, the way he actually speaks, mm. and not the way you'd think somebody would speak to an old lady at a market stall. Yeah but she loved it and I was like you always think that you would you tone down those parts of yourself that you think a certain demographic or a certain person won't like Mm. because you're like oh well that's I don't know it's just weird perceptions and it's just in actual fact it probably just makes you not that they wouldn't like you for the way that you've made yourself but like that you're not interesting as much like you've not you're not who you are, you've just made a version of i don't know like a version of yourself that's sort of bland in a way because mm. you've not it's not who you are it, yeah. I don't, I'm kind of repeating myself now, but
0: no i t- I t- totally get that I feel like yeah. I'm such a malleable person, yeah unfortunately, and that did affect like going into going back to like relationships into like romantic things yeah. because I feel myself doing it with people. I'm like, if I'm going to continue this, and, like, you do get comfortable with people, but, like, why should I mould myself to fit them? And why am I doing it? And I, yeah, I, I don't even the answers. like <laughs> They don't even
1: necessarily want you to. It's no. not like they've, like... If anything, people are probably more yearning out for people to be a bit more, like, bold of who they are because mm. it makes them be a bit more bold of who they are. So it's like we've got ourselves into this weird, like...
0: Yeah,
1: A situation of just trying to impress people all the time it's such a
0: stupid stupid thing yeah and, and it I, I don't know the way to get you. over that so much because no. yeah it's crazy but Therapy. maybe maybe being aware of that is the first yeah. step um, yeah but i think maybe <laughs> we i f- feel like we've had a good deep discussion but we are definitely going off on yeah crazy tangents now so i think we'll wrap this up for now um yeah. but it's made me think there's definitely more realms of definite like relationships um i love the 20 something chats actually yeah. turns out they're our most popular on the <laughs> on my on the analytics <laughs> <laughs> um so it's nice to know i feel like, like this them. is
1: like my therapy sessions when we do this
0: but i as I much as good like, psychoanalysis. yeah. As much as like, we're not professionals. Obviously, I, it makes me laugh when people say that. You're like, I don't think anyone assumed we're professional uh, <laughs> like psychologists. But I do think <laughs> I people... have an A level in psychology. Thank <laughs> oh, you. So- uh, sorry, I was I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think people putting conversations like this just out into the verse universe um is good, like to normalise conversations and questioning stuff like this, like. <laughs> I actually Oh
1: god, yeah. Because I when I was a teenager I think if I'd have been able to hear like probably what we're saying now, I would have felt a lot more comfortable in my own skin to know that it's not like that you're normal as far.
0: Yeah. Um I didn't mention this in the what we've been watching in that, but I've actually watched a lot of I don't know if you've ever watched you're not super into YouTube are you, but have you ever heard of Naomi no. Smart? Oh, I, I tagged no. you in a the smart skin thing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I never watched her for quite a while and like all this, but then recently she'd been through a breakup and she the other day uploaded a video. It's really worth watching. I I think it's called like my healing process or something where she speaks incredibly candidly about the process of a breakup. And I don't think like I I've ever heard anyone talk about a breakup in and like her version of it is better than anything I could ever do or ever get into because it's, it's so personal and stuff, but it was so refreshing to see. Cause wh- the more I thought about it, the more I was like, the only like reference I ever had to breakups Cause like my mum and dad have been together forever mm. is a th- through film and like TV and stuff, which is like a glossed over version of yeah. an actual event. And as much, a breakup can be like as traumatic or as full as grief as any other event but it just sort of is swept over a lot and it was i just never had seen someone talk about in so much depth than as an actual like trauma that had happened in our life and i was like that is yeah it's worth a watch you like just chats for 20 minutes it's um very nice to listen to and very comforting to know that someone's gone through what you've gone through and felt similar things but also that they felt it as traumatically as you did i feel like it's a quite a nice
1: era that we're in at the moment where sort of an era of oversharing almost where yeah. it's like people are really getting more comfortable with being like candidly talking about how yeah how they actually feel about things and things yeah. that have happened because in the past, it's always been something that, in almost everything, there are just things you don't talk about and things that you just gloss over and you don't,
0: and it just creates so many problems, just yeah. not help anything at all. It, it's weird because, like, I'm oh, gonna bring it back to the crown and stuff. People are yearning <laughs> always, <laughs> yearning for like personal details, but say, like, these headlines of Diane um, Charles's relationship going badly wrong. It maybe is personal, but it's not. You have no ideas of the ins and outs, obviously, because they're not going to share. Yeah. So you're getting a tiny snippet. So, like, well, tabloid culture, I think people think that's, like, a, a step into the personal, people sharing, but it's not. It's, like, the the very, I'm going to call it, tacky front of not getting the full story.
1: I think with the... um. Charles and Diana thing, though, that I think that's quite interesting because I think one of the big reasons why people loved Diana was because she did those interviews and stuff mm. where she was far more open and honest well, than any member of the royal family had ever been, but probably at that time than a lot of people were publicly anyway. Yeah. So, um, th- I suppose that's comforting to hear that somebody who's supposed to be a princess or whatever mm. is like they still has the same when it comes down to it like feelings and problems and emotions and things they have to work through and blah 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 that you do and that's a huge part in I think a lot of people's healing processes with things is that they need to know that it's it's something that yeah but it's also something that they have to heal from because Mm. they will just gloss over it as something that's not a problem yeah and they'll be like I'm not allowed to feel that as something that's that's actually bad because we also have this culture of being like, oh, well, this is so much worse. So that's not important. And that's just not true. Like Mm. sometimes you feel things very painfully, deeply, and that doesn't mean like you, you have to like
0: work through that. You you Mm. can't like bury that. I've definitely seen things saying how like pain, I think it's a really good point. It isn't, or suffering isn't something that can be compared it's very yeah. like personal and I think that's important. Yeah. I, we have got some yes. deep stuff. <sighs> <laughs> I'll call it like being single plus other um, very profound chats. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want okay. the world unwrapping, um, Emma and Mizzy have done it today. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll actually wrap finish it this now. We always do this. We go wrap it up and then there's a reprieve <laughs> on <Encore>. call. Um, <laughs> but we're dimming the lights now we're going off stage
1: They're booing no, us the booing is off
0: the show must go on good chat on single life amongst everything else under the sun apparently um yeah so thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast we will be back next week with another one um yeah. We'll, yeah we'll see you then we'll s- see you in the next one No. That sounds healthy. (laughs) I've got this thing where I can't remember my thoughts. Um. Like parents society except society.
1: Well, I feel like we're gonna talk about the different, yeah. the different realms of being single. I suppose we. I'd say that we're in different, we're in different yeah. realms of that. <laughs> um, I, mm. I, I like being single because I'm quite a solitary person, and I can't. I find it hard to, like, have to... This sounds like a spiral. This <laughs> sounds really selfish, but I have to think about somebody else in terms yeah. of things I want to do in my it life. It's hard I've, as well because it, I do, I, I, I don't want, want to, like, be discount like,
0: this romantic point, in love a way, as well. Like, of, like, I am... not a lot of things I that happen. I'm someone... very. I was thinking the other day, like, like that I just I bought a new book and it's called Modern Love. In that. Stories of, like, love. Um, And the thing is, I, hmm. like, all the books I read are, like, about love, relationships, stuff like that, mostly, because I find it so interesting. But at the same time, I'm not gagging for it, Mm. (laughs) for want of a better word. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, But I'm not like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, God, wish I was in a relationship. But it's not one of those things where you're like, I've never been the kind of person that would just go into a relationship just because it's there and I want to be with somebody. Like, I'd much rather be on my yeah.
0: own. Well, we were talking yeah. about this yesterday, weren't It'd we? Not How be right. I had come to the realisation that... Um, <laughs> actually, this sounds so bizarre that I have a choice in relationships. Because I think <laughs> what I was saying is, like, when... Especially, like, teenage years, I didn't have boys knocking at my door 24-7. Um, so I think when people did start being interested I assume like that I had to take part in that then because they'd chosen me and then I was like actually (laughs) I too have a choice and if I'm not like into it that's fine I think there's definitely been times where I've sort of gone along with stuff for maybe too long when actually I I wasn't that into it and I think that's definitely a, a big I don't know like realisation that you have quite a big choice and you can be picky about these things, or... I don't... like, the want for a relationship shouldn't override Mm. how... the quality of it. I don't think, personally. Yeah. Well, I
1: feel, right, maybe we should give, we should both give a bit of context to our history (laughs) or, of, yeah. So, do you want to go first or shall I go first?
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I do think you definitely have to give things a chance, but it's not I think it's the ease of things that you like just because it's there doesn't mean it's necessarily the right Mm. thing (laughs) hi Bronte (laughs) I just saw you nodding I was like well either she's lost it or there's someone there there, Yeah. uh, yeah (laughs) <laughs> i think yeah what it? basically like if just because things are there right in front of you doesn't mean you have to do it i don't know i there is definitely a fine line there but i think there's a lot of people maybe more in the past as well i think we're becoming more like picky try before you buy etc um <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge um But, like, people end up in unhappy relationships. Take Di and Charles, for example. (laughs) But, like, just because you think, like, that's going to be great, but you actually don't know enough about it, you shouldn't have to go full in at first. Like, you can take things slow, find out about a person before you, like, are in a relationship or whatever. Like, something could blossom into a relationship, but it could also turn into, like, an amicable friendship. And that's cool too. (laughs) Because not everything, like, love and relationships are different for everyone. But at the end of the day, I think you're searching for something that bit special, that sort of connection. And if that person is there, they're being nice to you, but you don't feel that, it's okay to not want it to be romantic at the same time, even if they're a nice person. But... I feel like Charles and I example wasn't great because they they just weren't <laughs> ever. Yeah, but are you got you got my drift. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Sorry, can I just I've just got <laughs> from my a mum about setting. <laughs>
1: Young adult novel incoming. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right, well, mine, mine. so we have different kind of trajectories, because, so, I've never been in a relationship before, and I feel like that's probably something that, well, one, I've probably always been kind of embarrassed um, about, right, anyway. sorry. and then when I think <laughs> about it, I'm like, that's not... What were you saying? Like, I shouldn't be embarrassed about that, because <laughs> yeah. it's not...
0: Well, I think this happy singleness came more um, probably when lockdown had started. Yeah. I think before then, yeah. I was a bit of Which a... Which I think... Sort of searching for something teenager new, teenager, probably as a replacement. I don't think I was very... I well, wasn't... Had just finished. been crazy like you were. Um, So there's like a lot of things that <laughs> I, I, the, think I think I would think, enjoy. Particularly in when I was a teenager, times, I found a lot of things now. that everybody else was um, like... Because, obviously, we haven't been a lot or doing, in terms of, like, like
1: actual things. But, like, I just wasn't at all on the same page. And I found more that really, so like, like...
0: What I've enjoyed most, and this that is That made me feel kind of, like, like crap like
1: about myself. Because I was, like, I didn't want... Is I wasn't in the same mindset as people. And now, looking back, I'm, like, pretty happy
0: that that's I was. I don't know, like, concentrated way. Like, actually thinking about I mean, we've discussed this before. Like, when I we both... Things about okay, myself right. that are good things <laughs> I want to change about up. myself, like actual <laughs> self sort of. When we when we
1: lost, I don't, that, know, our, that sounds real
0: airy fairy, but like trying. I thought sort of, I think we actually first. I do treat myself sort what? of like a relationship. I'm like <laughs> okay, like. <laughs> like how what can I yeah, do to all right, make okay. my relationship with yeah, myself better? Like how can I speak to myself that's yeah. nicer? We were both whatever, like. And all 19. this sort of stuff which i just you don't oh get chance <laughs> to do that always in a relationship because um, often you just get swept and up i think in at the time we both probably felt like that was maybe quintessentially time. not wrong with you but the things that <laughs> are making you maybe unhappy <laughs> you let the other person if it will ever gaps, happen yeah which isn't wrong i want to like reiterate that but yeah if that like, all comes um, crashing down, yeah.